everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 385 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about mortgages because it is Fundamental Friday, right? I wanted to take a simple topic, right, and really break it down, really make sure that you understand what's going on. Because many people out there own a home. Many people out there who own a home have a mortgage on that home, right? So I want you to understand uh, what a mortgage is, uh, exactly how mortgages work, how mortgage rates come along, what mortgage rates are, uh, what your payment's made up of, all these different types of things. I want you to understand mortgages so if you buy a home again, you can be better informed, or if you buy a home for the first time, you can be properly informed as to what you are getting into. So stick around for a discussion of all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual who's watching or listening to this show on a day-to-day -day basis. Now I talk about debt on this show a lot, right? I talk about student loans. And I talk about credit card debt and I talk about uh, auto loans. And I talk about all these different types of debt, right? But I also talk about home loans. I talk about mortgages, right? And specifically, I typically talk about, you know, how you can pay off your mortgage and why you should pay off your mortgage and all these different types of things. But very rarely do I actually jump into what a mortgage is or, you know, how a mortgage works or whatever, right? And I know this is a very simple topic. Again, this is a fundamental Friday topic as I'm trying to do these fundamental Fridays for you guys. I want you to uh, know that this is a, a topic that is very simple, but uh, if you don't understand the intricacies of what a mortgage is, this can be very, very helpful to you, right? It's uh, far more educational than anything uh, that I typically uh, teach you guys. But what do we know about our mortgage based on what I teach, right? Let's just start with that. Um, that way we can get this out of the way. I teach that I want you to have your mortgage paid off, right? I want you to have your home loan paid off. Uh, and I want it paid off early. I want it paid off uh, as soon as you can, uh, but I want you to be investing while you are actively trying to pay off your home. And in doing this, right, in investing and paying off your home, uh, then what can you do? Then you can actually reach long-term financial freedom where you get rid of uh, your largest household expense typically with uh, the mortgage payment, and then all you have left are the you know bills that you have to pay and whatever else, right? No debt, uh, is the best way. No debt is the most efficient way to reach long-term financial freedom. So I do teach that, right? But I do teach that it's okay to take out a mortgage, right? It's okay to take out a mortgage. And I say that the, you know, the shorter the mortgage, the lower the rate, the better, right? The higher the down payment, the better, right? Um, but I do want you to get it paid off. But I don't want you to take out other types of debt, right? And I don't think it's good to be taking out, you know, HELOCs or any other type of a home equity debt, okay? But I am okay with the mortgage. So what is it, right? What is a mortgage? Well, a mortgage is a loan used to purchase or maintain a home, land, or other types of real estate. 
Very simple, right? That's all it is, just a loan. The borrower agrees to pay the lender over time, typically in a series of regular payments that are divided into principal and interest. The property serves as collateral to secure the loan. A borrower must apply for a mortgage through their preferred lender and ensure that they meet several requirements, including minimum credit scores and down payments. Mortgage applications go through a rigorous underwriting process before they reach the closing phase. Mortgage types vary based on the needs of the borrower, such as conventional and fixed rate loans. Okay, so that's what a mortgage is. Okay, probably knew a lot of that stuff. But um, how exactly does it work, right? How does it work? What's the process look like? All of that. Well, individuals and businesses use mortgages to buy real estate without paying the entire uh, purchase price up front. Now, let's just pause there. I know I've talked, and I've talked this week about uh, real estate investing, right? It, it, directly investing in real estate and why getting a bunch of mortgages on a bunch of different properties is not a good idea. But then I turn around and say, getting a mortgage on your home is fine. Well, I say that because the place that you live, we don't think of that as an investment, right? We're not taking out debt for an investment here. We're taking uh, out this mortgage debt for this place to live, right? Where we can eventually get rid of uh, our, our costs to, you know, pay to live somewhere, right? We're, we're not paying to live somewhere. Once we get our mortgage paid off, we have it paid off, right? We're not renting. We don't have to come up with that large monthly expense. It's paid off. But if you are leveraging, you know, your life, leveraging your, um, you know, financial life on, uh, these, you know, mortgages that are on, you know, real estate that is not your primary mortgage and you are levering to invest, and I would never tell you to borrow money to invest. The risk reward relationship is just not there. You have far more incentive to pay off uh, your home and pay on uh, your home's mortgage than you do uh, the place that you do not live, okay? So the borrower of a mortgage, they repay the loan plus interest over a specific number of years until they own the property free and clear. Mortgages are also known as liens against property or claims on property. If the borrower stops paying the mortgage, the lender can foreclose on the property. So that's what that means, right? If you hear somebody went into foreclosure, it means that the lender foreclosed on the property because the borrower stopped paying on the mortgage for some period of time. So for example, a residential home buyer pledges their house to their lender, which then has a claim on the property. This ensures the lender's interest in the property uh, should the buyer default on the financial obligation. Uh, in the case of foreclosure, the lender may evict the resident, sell the property, and use the money from the sale to pay off the mortgage debt. Okay, That's all a foreclosure is. It's just uh, a bank or some other lender getting their money out of uh, this particular home or you know land or whatever it may be. So what does the mortgage process look like? Because getting a mortgage is a process. What does it look like? Well, individuals and businesses use mortgages to buy real estate without paying the entire purchase price up front. So would-be borrowers begin the process by applying to one or more mortgage lenders. Okay, The lender will ask for evidence that the borrower is capable of repaying the loan. This may include uh, bank and investment statements, recent tax returns, proof of current employment. Uh, the lender will generally run a credit check as well, right? Because uh, if you're taking out a loan, they want to make sure that you are credit worthy in order to do so. If the application is approved, the lender will offer the borrower a loan uh, of up to a certain amount and at a particular interest rate. Uh, home buyers can apply for mortgages 
uh, after they have chosen a property to buy or while they're still shopping for one, a process known as pre-approval. Being pre-approved for a mortgage can give buyers an edge in a tight housing market because sellers will know that they will have the money to back up their offer. Uh, once a buyer and seller agree on the terms of their deal, they or their representatives will meet at what's called a closing. And this is the time the borrower makes their down payment to the lender. Uh, the seller will transfer ownership of the owner. Uh, the seller will transfer the ownership of the property to the buyer and receive the agreed upon sum of money, and the buyer will sign any remaining mortgage documents. Okay. So that's the basic process. There's uh, a little more involved and it takes quite a bit of time, but uh, that is the basic process when it comes to getting a mortgage. Okay. Now there are many different types of mortgages out there. Okay. And uh, this is where I'm going to break down your payment, uh, break down exactly what um, it looks like to pay on your mortgage. So um, as I said earlier, your mortgage payment is made up typically of principal and interest, but there's also taxes and insurance that get tacked onto your payment as well. Uh, but what a mortgage loan is, but what a home loan is, what a mortgage is, it is called an amortized loan, right? It's fully amortized, meaning uh, that you can take the interest cost, right? You can take uh, the purchase price of the home, you can take whatever down payment you had. Uh, you can take the number of years that uh, the mortgage is, and you can take the balance via each payment and take it all the way to zero. It should take it all the way to zero. Now, the way that this happens, and you can typically see this, if you have a mortgage and uh, you can go to your uh, lender's site, and they likely have an amortization table for you uh, for your particular uh, loan. And it starts with however much you took out, it has all your payments there. It has the principal and the interest portion, and it has what the ending balance is for every period, right? And so um, you can determine what your total cost of that mortgage ends up being via your amortization table. So let's just use for example here, right? Let's say we have a $300,000 home loan, okay? $300,000 home loan, and let's say it's at 4%, just or let's say 3.5%, uh, just for simplicity, right? Uh, so every period... Uh, you are paying three and a half percent of the previous period's balance. Okay, so uh, the payment on this loan is going to be three and a half percent on a, let's say it's a 30-year loan, and the original uh, value is at $300,000, right? So just your principal and interest would end up being $1,347.13, right? But what would just the interest portion be? Well, you would take 035 divided by 12 because it is a monthly payment, right? And multiply that by the original balance. So in the first month that you make a payment, the interest amount will be $875, which means that the principal amount would be $472.13. Now, what do I mean by principal amount? What I mean is that's the amount that actually comes off of the loan, right? So even though you make a $1,347.13 payment, the $300,000 loan only decreases by $472.13, and the rest was interest, okay? That kind of stinks, right? But then you move along with the loan, right? You continue uh, on with the loan, and you make the exact same payment, right? The payment is not going to change. You're going to make the exact same payment every single month, but what happens, right? If you make the same payment, and yet 
now you have a lower starting balance every single month, right? Because you go from 300,000 in the first month, then you only owe 299, 527, 87, right? And it keeps declining. Well, what's that mean? Well, each month, the amount of interest that you pay is going to decline and the amount of principal that comes off of the loan will be increasing in dollar amount, okay? So uh, let me just give you this example, right? I, I'll move uh, along down the loan quite a ways so we can see uh, the extreme difference. So like I said, the first month, $875 uh, was interest and 472.13 was principal, right? But if we go all the way, let's say, so uh, we can amortize out this loan at 360, we get an ending balance of zero. But let's say you want to look in the 10th year of the loan. So 120 months in would be 10 years into the loan. 10 years into the loan, right? You're still making the $1,347.13 per month payment, right? But now your interest portion is not $875. It is $679.43. And the principal portion uh, is not what? Four, what did I say it was? 472.13, right? Now it's 667.70, right? So you see how the interest portion declines and the principal portion increases. So over time, what you see is you uh, will pay less interest per payment. So the value in putting more on your home than the minimum payment would be to decrease the amount of interest that you pay over time, right? So on this $300,000 loan, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what the cost of a mortgage turns out to be, on a 30-year mortgage on this uh, $300,000 loan, you end up paying $484,968.26 on the mortgage, okay? Now, if you took out a 15-year loan, you would end up paying less. Why? Because not only do 15-year loans have lower interest rate, but a shorter period of time means that you're going to be putting more on principal uh, and less on interest, so it'd be less costly over time. But that is what your payment looks like, and that's just principal and interest. Again, uh, you also have taxes and insurance that get tacked on uh, to your uh, mortgage payment as well. Now, what are the different types of mortgages? Well, that is one type that I just gave you an example of, and that type is a fixed rate mortgage. But mortgages come in variety of forms, right? Uh, the most common types are 30-year and 15-year fixed-rate mortgages. Some mortgage terms are as short as five years, while others can run 40 years or longer, which I would not suggest, right? I would not suggest longer uh, mortgages. I like the 15-year, um, but if you had to do a 30, um, you know, pay it off early, all I'm saying, okay? Get a good interest rate, pay it off early. Stretching payments over more years may reduce the monthly payment, but it also increases the total amount of interest the borrower pays over the life of the loan. That was the example I just gave you, right? I just showed you uh, that with that 30 year, you pay that 484, you would pay less on a 15 and you would pay more on a 40. Now, here are just a few examples of the most uh, popular types of mortgage loans uh, available to borrowers. First, the fixed rate mortgage, okay? A fixed rate mortgage says that you have this interest rate and that interest rate is going to stay the same for the entire term of the loan um, as do the borrower's monthly payments toward the mortgage, okay? Because if the interest doesn't change, then the payment won't change either, okay? Um, and this is what most people have, and this is why most people uh, refinance when uh, rates decline because they have a fixed rate mortgage, me meaning that their rate is not going to change. But if rates decline and they can take out a different mortgage at a lower rate, then it becomes more advantageous to do so.
So there's a fixed rate mortgage and those are the most common, but there are also adjustable rate mortgages or ARMS, right? Adjustable rate mortgage, A-R-M, ARMS, right? Um, and with adjustable rate mortgages, the interest rate is fixed for an initial term after which it can change periodically based on prevailing interest rates, which is great if interest rates are dropping, but it's terrible if interest rates are increasing, right? The initial interest rate is often a below market rate, uh, which can make the mortgage more affordable in the short term, but possibly less affordable in the long term if rates rise substantially. So you're really playing the market for rates here with an arm. Now, arms typically have limits or caps on how much interest uh, you can actually pay each time it adjusts and uh, in total over the life of the loan. So there are some protections there, but still uh, you can end up paying a lot more if uh, there are large increases in interest rates. Then there are also interest-only mortgages. Now, uh, this is a less common type of mortgage, right? But um, this is something that is, you know, it, it is possible. So an interest-only mortgage is a type of mortgage in which uh, the borrower is required to pay only the interest on the loan for a certain period. The principal is repaid either in a lump sum or in subsequent payments, right? Uh, so this can be kind of like a balloon payment deal where uh, you're paying the interest over time and then ultimately you pay off all the principal later on. And then naturally, there are also reverse mortgages. And I've talked about reverse mortgages on this show before, so I'm not going to dive too deeply into them. But what are they? right? They are, first of all, very different than the typical mortgage, uh, but they are designed to help homeowners that are 62 age uh, or older to convert part of the equity in their homes into cash, which I don't think is a great idea, but uh, is something that is uh, possible. They can borrow against the value of their home and receive the money as a lump sum, fixed monthly payment, or uh, line of credit. The entire loan balance becomes due when the borrower dies, moves away permanently, or sells the home, right? So this is uh, a possibility for older individuals, but is not something that I would necessarily suggest, okay? Now, what do current mortgage rates look like, um, and why do they look this way, right? Why, why, do, why do they look this way? Why do they matter? Well, first of all, they matter because they determine what your payment's going to be, right? Uh, your payment is made up of the length of the loan, the principal balance of the loan, the interest rate on the loan, right? And so right now, uh, so this is as of last week, right? Uh, the 30-year fixed rate average uh, interest rate is 3.559%. The 20-year fixed rate is 3.285%. The 15-year is 2.659%. 10-year, 2.371%, right? So you see, as you decrease uh, the length of the loan, the interest rate also decreases. Why is this? Well, it's because there is less risk associated uh, with a lender you know, letting you borrow money for a shorter period of time than there is for a longer period of time. And we know that rates of return uh, are directly tied to what? Are tied to risk, okay? So there's more risk over the long term for the lender, Right, then they are going to charge you higher rates for longer term mortgages uh, and lower rates for shorter term mortgages. And that's just uh, the way it ends up turning out. Okay, Now, the rates for the 30-year FHA or 30-year fixed rate VA are quite a bit lower than the 30-year uh, conventional, but uh, they have some other costs associated with them. Uh, so they may benefit some people, but just check that out before uh, diving right in. Now, why do people need mortgages? Well, uh, the price of a home is often far greater than the amount of money that most households save, right? Um, 
this is the only reason that I'm okay with a mortgage. I'm okay with a mortgage because um, saving up $300,000, saving up $200,000, is going to take so much time that you're going to fall behind in other parts of your financial life, which we do not want, right? Uh, so taking out a mortgage becomes the most efficient thing that you can do. Now, as a result, mortgages allow individuals and families to purchase a home by putting down only a relatively small amount, right? Such as 20% of the purchase price or even less, right? And obtaining a loan for the balance. The loan is then secured by the value of the property in case the borrower is to default on payment, right? So this is why you need mortgage. Now, can anybody get a mortgage? Well, mortgage lenders will need to approve prospective buyers through an application and underwriting process, right? Where they see if you know, you're worth it, right? Are you worth giving this mortgage to? Home loans are only provided to those who have sufficient assets and income relative to their debts to practically carry the value of their home over a period of time. So um, you wouldn't give somebody uh, a large home loan when they have a lot of other debts to pay, right? If their income's already getting eaten up by their debt payments, then why in the world would you just tack on another huge debt payment, right? It would not be a smart thing to do. That's why people who have uh, higher debts relative to their income, uh, then they end up only qualifying for lower mortgages or not qualifying uh, for a mortgage at all or qualifying for higher rate mortgages. So they get less uh, favorable terms on their mortgage. Now, a person's credit score is also evaluated when making the decision to extend a mortgage. The interest rate on the mortgage also varies with riskier borrowers receiving higher interest rates. So uh, the interest rate is also going to be dependent on what your credit score is, what your credit history looks like, all those different types of things. Now, what does fixed versus variable mean on a mortgage? So many mortgages do carry a fixed interest rate. So this means, again, the interest rate will not change for the entire term of the mortgage. Um, but a variable or adjustable rate has an interest rate that fluctuates over the life of the loan. Um, and it's based on what interest rates you're doing. So, um, now, both, whether you have a fixed or variable rate, uh, you should still pay attention to what rates are because if you have a fixed rate loan uh, and you get that loan at a relatively high rate uh, and then, you know, rates drop precipitously like they did, um, you know, two years, almost two years ago now, uh, if that is to occur, then you want to be aware and you want to be able to refinance and get a less costly loan. But... Um, obviously if you have a variable mortgage, then uh, you don't have to worry about that. But I would not, in general, I would not suggest an arm or a variable rate mortgage. You do a fixed rate mortgage. Uh, so there's less ambiguity and less change in cost in one of, uh, your biggest expenses. Now, how many mortgages can you get on your home? Well, generally, well, generally lenders issue a first or primary mortgage, uh, before they are uh, allowed a second mortgage. The additional mortgage is commonly known as a home equity loan, right? So when people take out loans on the equity of their home, um, they are known as second mortgages, right? And that's the only way that you can get another mortgage. Most lenders don't provide a subsequent mortgage backed by the same property because it's all going to be based on the value of the property and the amount uh, of money that you have in it. Why would they uh, give two mortgages on the same property doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Now, where can you get a mortgage? Well, mortgages are offered by a variety of sources, banks, credit unions, right? They provide home loans. Uh, there are also specialized mortgage companies that only deal specifically with home loans. And you may also employ an unaffiliated mortgage broker to help you shop around for the best rate 
among different lenders. Okay. So that's kind of the long and the short uh, on mortgages, right? Mortgages, right? Just loans on real estate, loans on homes, loans on land, things like that. The property serves as the collateral, different types of mortgages. Uh, I really broke down for you what the, the payment structure looks like for uh, a mortgage, but I would suggest this to you guys. And, and this is, um, you know, just, you know, me trying to teach and me trying to help you make the most efficient decisions for yourself, right? Don't go into a mortgage if you already have other types of consumer debt and or you don't have a fully funded emergency fund yet, right? Because if you have all these other debts, right, that are in place and you're trying to get a mortgage, first off, you're not going to get as favorable terms on the mortgage likely. And two, um, you're not going to have as much residual income to do with what you would like once you actually get said mortgage, okay? Um, so that would be the reason for the debt. But the emergency fund may, may be even a bigger uh, concession that you need to make because if you take out uh, a mortgage, this home is yours, right? You have to deal with uh, repairs. You have to deal with things that go wrong when your air conditioning goes out, when your heat goes out. That's on you, right? When you need a new roof, that's on you, right? And so if that's on you, you need to have money. You, have, you need to have that's on you money, right? And that can only be had through uh, the emergency fund. So having four to six months of household expenses can be extremely valuable when you are a homeowner. Um, and it should be a prerequisite before uh, you jump into getting a home loan, but it's not, uh, but you should make it one for yourself. So before you go and get uh, a mortgage, get that taken care of. Now, if you are already a homeowner, you already have a mortgage on your home, getting out of debt and getting that emergency fund, um, you know, fully funded as quickly as possible is extremely valuable for the same reasons, uh, because the longer that you go without getting those things ironed out, without getting those things taken care of, uh, you're just playing with fire, right? You're welcoming uh, emergencies and crisis into your life, um, undue stress that does not have to be a part of your life, right? So mortgages can be very valuable to us uh, in order to own our home, right? In order to own our residence, right? Can help us to buy an asset that we otherwise uh, would take long periods of time in order to save up to purchase in cash or uh, would never be able to based on, uh, you know, people living paycheck to paycheck or whatever else, right? So they can be extremely valuable, but uh, they should be gone into with a lot of understanding, with a lot of caution, right? They should be gone into uh, with proper cash reserves and no other debts and things like that, right? Um, and just understand that getting your mortgage paid off is is a very big step in reaching long-term financial freedom. It allows you to have so much extra cash flow that you would not have had otherwise, um, and it's just extremely valuable. So I implore you, if you do currently have a mortgage, get it paid off early. If you are going into a mortgage, get it paid off early, because the quicker we can be out of all debts, which are what strains on our cash flow, the quicker we can have all our cash flow available to us and be well on our way to, to the ultimate long-term financial freedom that I want every single one of you to reach. So that's the bottom line on mortgages. That is Fundamental Friday. I uh, hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys were able to take something from today uh, and hopefully apply it to your own financial life. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. 
Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual who's watching or listening to this show on a day-to-day basis. So tune in Monday as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.